What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, a teen drama about... What is this show about? Parents, mostly. I guess parents kissing, not sex. Certainly not school. I'm I'm Sam. You can call me T-Bone. And I'm Jordan, your scalpel scalper. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. This is... <laughs> can I just say... This episode mm-hmm. is season four, episode ten, called four one one. Oh how shit! Fucking, how fucking? Why didn't they? If they, they, they waited a week. Oh my god! Why didn't they? <laughs> no one thought about it. <laughs> oh my god! That wouldn't have like nobody would have caught that until like us right now. <laughs> but we, I, I would have been like, oh cool. Uh. I would have given them some credit. Let's do let's do our title watch four one one. I I am not a phone. I don't understand a phone, so I don't four one one. See what that actually means. Isn't that like an information line or something? Um, four one one is directory assistance. <laughs> no, I think Hello, it's mainly operator. because this episode has to do with cell phones. Now hold on, listen, listen, listen here. Okay, yeah, lots of cell phones, lots of phones. Lots of there is a comment. There is a comment that Adrian makes where she says that she got a number because it was listed. She called directory assistance. (laughs) Yes, she did. And Ruben is in it, and he's the assistant DA. Mm -hmm. And this is season four, episode mm, ten. So it works that way also too, and it's smart. Yeah, it's that's why it's called four one zero. If (laughs) the if this episode had happened next week. Yeah. I would think that this was actually their best work on a title yet. Almost there. It's like... Even though I'm sure that the DA thing is a coincidence. Yes. Um, um, what I watched the previously on... Did you like it? I I enjoyed this one. It was very good. Ooh, really? It was so fine. It made me... I'm thinking of Detective Pikachu. I'm sorry. Oh, I saw okay. Detective Pikachu last week. I was just I thought this, this episode was so fine it blew my mind. Oh, I'm thinking of Mickey. Sorry. You're thinking of Mickey. Now... I, I liked Detective Pikachu, but I don't think I cared for this one. I cared for this one. I don't think that I would like Detective Pikachu. That's fine. Just kidding. I'll, I'll this have episode... it on the record that you love this show. I love this specifically show. specifically Ricky on this show. Yeah, this episode started off funny bad, and by the end I was very angry. <laughs> you didn't like it. I didn't like it. I wrote my first note of the episode is, Can't wait for an episode specifically about voicemails, and boy was I not wrong. <laughs> hey... Um, you, did you say you had a note on the previously on? Because I also did. That was my note on the previously on, because they were just talking about voicemails. <laughs> my my note on the previously on wasn't something that was there. This is sort of a, a jazz note, which is it's about something that didn't happen in the previously on, which is they they left out the part where Ricky threatened Amy. I guess that, I guess it just no, wasn't that was, important. You know, it's, that was last week. And I Amy guess it just doesn't matter anymore. They broke up. But it's okay. Cause oh yeah, so they broken up, I guess. They well, that was another thing that they didn't show us um, on the show. <laughs> no, they was didn't think a scene of Amy they and didn't Ricky think breaking up. We needed up. to see Amy and Ricky breaking up. So uh, that this, happens before we start. This episode was written by Brenda Hampton Queen. 
Directed by Anson Williams. My wig, it's been snatched. Uh, My wig is firmly on. (laughs) Brenda snatched my wigs like Ukiki from Mario. Brenda glued my wig to my head. It's just like in Matilda. Um, (laughs) Haven't haven't had the pleasure of watching Matilda. Um, This episode begins, Amy is on the phone with Ricky, desperately begging him to forgive her. It's It's a week later. It's been been one week. It's been. Uh, and he is, he is angry at her for not trusting him. (laughs) Fuck off. What, what would Ricky have possibly done to make Amy not trust him? But listen, listen, I can't think of a thing. What, what, what voicemails, listen, Mm. but her emails, this is Mm. email gate prototype. I don't think anyone uses email. I don't think anyone uses email except for Killary, but (laughs) the the reason, listen, the uh-huh. reason that Ricky was saving those messages, we find out, is not to beat the meat to them, it's because, so like, you know, it's just, it was just her being like, hey, Ricky, that's nothing. It was, it was his legal evidence for a court of law. Yes, he says that, well, he, he doesn't say court, but he says it's, it's supposed to be a record so that if Amy gets suspicious, then he has proof that he's done nothing. How in the world would that prove anything? I've saved... I have on my computer all this all this pornography that I've saved to prove to you that I'm not watching it. Amy. Right. If, if that was if that was legit, if he was like, I know, I'll keep this as proof. Why did he just was, like he could have just told her? Then. Right. If that was what was really going on, then he would get the he would get the voicemail and he would say, "Hey, Amy, Adrian, look just at what left Adrian just sent me right now. I need you to listen to this and know that I'm not responding I mean, he to, to it. He doesn't have to make her listen. Just fucking delete it." No, but that would no drama would come of that. Oh my god. So stupid. So What Ricky, if she finds out what if she finds out that he had the voicemail at some point? Oh, so Ricky is not letting Amy come back to the apartment and I guess also John by proxy. No, it's fine. Ricky wants to sleep in his own bed that he bought. <laughs> Ricky's sleeping on John's little mattress it. on the floor. <laughs> He's sleeping on the couch bed still. He, he's like, oh good, I finally have my old room back, and he goes in there, and it's just the little mattress on the floor. Did he <laughs> like, sell his it, big mattress? Why did he throw out that bed? He, did he sell his boy-sized bed? Yeah. Uh, Damn. To well, buy he the only has bed. the boy mattress. That's the um, problem. Yeah, so Ricky's like, I'll see you at school. And Amy and, says she's not gonna go to school, and she's crying, because she's sad. Yeah, and he, he doesn't care. And then someone knocks on the door, and did you think it was Toby? <laughs> I did think, I was like, why is Toby here? Why is Toby here? This is a boy who looks so much like Toby. What if we got the blandest, whitest boys? Who looks- And had more than one of them. What if we, you get, bland white boys, you get two. Can I I tell you something? Yeah. This is a main character. No, it's not. You're lying. This, I, the second he appeared, I was like, why is Toby- Oh, Ethan! That sucks, because I, this guy- sucks he should be ethan in jail is gonna be around this in prison in juvenile hall ethan will become one of the main cast but he did i don't the know thing i don't know did. when i don't know if it's like uh they introduce him now and then he comes back in season five or something i don't know i just remember i saw him and i was like oh sam we watched the same episode correct Yes. So you know what ethan starts his his journey on this show yes. having done okay yes. very cool so, um, yep. <laughs> so this, so, so Ethan shows up at Ricky's house and Ricky fucking legendary. Oh wait, does this come up later where he's just like, 
Uh, Ethan, remind me of who oh, you yeah, are yeah, again. That's, that's next. That's next time. Oh, that's next scene um, with him. He, so he's he's like, how how did you find me, Ethan? And he says, a phone app. It's called Find Ricky. <laughs> um, he, he should have said he called directory assistance. But anyway, so here's who Ethan is, folks. Um, Ethan is in in a little bit of hot water because he just uh, he just he had a nude picture from a girl he was dating, and he just oh he broke up with her and Plum accidentally sent it. She to broke all. up with him. Oh, sorry, she broke up with him, and oops, he may he have just he sent- may have done a little spot of revenge porn. He may have done some revenge porn. And this that week on is... a very special secret life. and But it's okay, because he's going to become a main character. I, is... I know, that's what I was like. I don't re- I don't remember Ethan being in juvenile, in uh, ju- uh, fucking boy prison. It's okay, he for, only sent a picture of For distributing child pornography. He only distributed some child pornography. Why not in this This guy becomes a main character. Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> Once again... This show's moral, love, and and sexuality has no age limits. This is what's this is what's wild though is that when Ethan shows up, he's like, "Hey, Ricky, I'm probably going to boy prison." Ricky goes, "Please, oh, is what what is it? Drugs, drinking? Because if so, I'm I not hate interested in and drugs." Then, and he says, "No." And then Ricky goes, "Oh God, did you have sex with an underage girl?" And it's this like this boy is 15 years old, for, 14. Uh, 14, 14. He's like, I'm underage. I only did revenge porn. It's nothing. Right. Like, like, yes, sex with an underage girl when you're not underage is a crime. But, man, for this show to just suddenly be like, did you know? (laughs) Did you know that this is illegal? We just heard about this shit. Did you know that that's illegal? That's fucked up, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's fine. Ethan only distributed child pornography, so... It's fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, so Ricky says the very good line, that was a stupid thing to do for her and for you. <laughs> so let's let's just, first of all, first and foremost, it was stupid of her to take that picture. Yeah. But also, it while was, I'm at it, I guess it was stupid of you to distribute it against her will when it's maybe child pornography. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Now, I think, just to really stick the landing from last week's shit fest from Ricky... Uh-huh. The fact that he's standing by and defending Ethan in this episode really just... Well, he's not, I, he's not he's, standing by and defending him. He's helping him, him he? though. He's kind of... I mean, well, basically what, what Ethan says is... First of all, he's the way he introduces this concept is he says he wants Ricky to, quote, be responsible for me. Like, he's like, well, he's he's like you're over 18, be responsible he's, for me. Like, is he asking like, him to adopt him? The police are after him. Yes, he... So he asks Ricky to go with him to turn himself in because that's just Ricky's role in the show is to escort to people to escort prison people every week. To prison. <laughs> um, and then Ricky says, "Have you had breakfast?" And Ethan goes, "No, I haven't had breakfast for most of my life." Do you get it? Because what if family was foster care? What if? So like, I guess what I guess when Nora and Sanjay were fostering him, he he wasn't eating breakfast. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, this is this is an important thing to mention. Is that. At, at, at this point, they have given no explanation of who this is. They oh, yeah. haven't He's said just... his name, Ethan. They haven't said how he knows Ricky. Yes. Just some white guy is here, and he says, I'm the new white character. I, I did revenge porn. Please escort me to the jail. To the yeah. county jail. <laughs> um, so that's that scene. Nora tells Margaret that she's moving out, and Margaret's like, Margaret's just like clapping while saying, oh, that's okay. That's fine. If hey, you want to. why are they having this conversation in George's kitchen? Because uh, Nora lives in George's house now. But was Nora was Nora like, "Hey, can you come by Amy's Check out my new dad's place. house? I have my some new news for you. I, we can spy on Adrian together." God. 
Um, uh, Margaret gets a call from Ricky, and Nora says that she's not talking to Ricky because he's being mean to Amy, which is true. Yes. And this is when we find out that, uh, this is so oh, yeah, good, what great Margaret line. says. What? Ricky says, you know that kid who used to live with us for a while? Yes, and then Margaret says, oh yes, Ethan, who everyone is looking for because of that sexting incident. Yeah, and Ricky's like, Ricky lies and says that he doesn't know where Ethan is, and in the background you hear Ethan go, I owe you! Because I guess he wants to get caught, because he knows that Ricky is on the phone with Margaret. I guess. Thanks for Um, not telling Margaret that I'm here, Ricky! One sec, Margaret. Ethan's trying to tell me something. Ethan, who is not here currently. <laughs> What's that, Ethan? Uh, so Nora grabs the phone and is like, Hey, Ricky, Amy's been crying for days. Bye. Hangs up. And then she, that's when we, she says uh, that Ricky broke up with her, which we learn now. We did not get to see that scene. It would have no, been very difficult matter. to write. Hey! Hey! What if You know what I love? What if it was bad, the show? But you know what would be good? Rent-free. What? Living rent-free. With free cable and electricity. Imagine being Adrian. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. This is what Leo does. It's is a he free just gives out for you, to children. Oh my god. Leo is just like Santa, but with the real estate. It's so weird. Ben Ben tells Adrian, he's like, okay, because of the prenup, you don't have any right to the condo at all. But... My dad says that you can live here totally free, no rent, no utilities, until you graduate from college. From college? That's like, what, se- like six years? Five years? Imagine, well, more like eight if you are if you do college like I did. Yeah. Uh, and then you don't graduate. And then, yeah, it's imp- hey, does depending. that mean that if Adrian never graduates college, she could just have it? Live, live rent free forever. Uh, That's a sweet deal, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, imagine if teens ever learned that there's difficulty in life. Well, just, just find Leo Boykovich, and it's easy street (laughs) for you, fellas. So fucking, like, unlimited greed woman Adrian is like, wow, a free condo until I graduate college? I don't have to give the ring back, do I? And Ben says no. No, you could take it. And then they agree to be, they agree to be friends, but Adrian In fact, wants- here's Betty's funny sex ring. You can sell this for $20,000 Remember what you did to get this ring? Same thing as hey, Betty. what happened to that ring? Uh, I think that they forgot about it, honestly. <laughs> I don't think- they didn't give it back to Betty, did they? No, um, this is when Adrian, Adrian is like- just threw it in the garbage, I guess. Ben's like, let's be friends, and then Adrian says, with benefits, and then Ben says, okay, and then they have sex. Yeah, I can't see any reason that would be a bad idea. Yeah, Ben's no. like, ah, maybe someday I'll take you up on that, and she says, how about now, right when you said that we need to get to school right now? No, it's fine. And then fine. he says, but you're in love with Ricky, and she kisses him, and then he says, oh, one okay, the- let's fuck. He says let's one fuck for instead the road. of going to school. Yeah, one for the road. <laughs> ah, so that sucks. So funny, Ben. Uh, so George is trying to make Amy go to school, but she's sad. And then the credits space, the credit, the opening credits say special guest star Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. No, so Bow Wow's coming. what is coming. Bow Wow doing on this show? Yeah, it's Bow Wow time, eventually. So someone let the dogs out, because I'm detecting a hint of Bow Wow in this episode. <laughs> uh, so Amy, uh, says that she screwed everything up. George says no, Ricky did that by secretly keeping messages from Adrian, which is true. Uh, and George then says the thesis of the episode, <laughs> which is that everyone does it. He's Amy's like, wait, do you read my texts and my emails and listen to my voicemails? And he says, yes. 
he says, I, I would listen to your voicemails, but I don't know the password. But I do read your texts and emails, and Ricky probably has too. Birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. Let's check each other's text messages. Yeah, and then George says, he's he like, hey, it. if you go to school, I'll ask Ricky if he ever invades your privacy like you did to him. And that works. It's fine. Amy loves when George interacts with Ricky, I guess. And then we get a line, which yeah. is... <sighs> My God. So they're they're doing the theme of the episode, do you get it? Where George is like, I don't understand why anyone would even have emails or texts that they wouldn't want anyone to see. Do you get it? Do you get it? And then he says, you know what they call that in a courtroom? Evidence. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Found Damn. that out that found that out the hard way. Damn. What is that? And then mean, they just George? move on from that. George? <laughs> Can we now, talk? I, when I was live blogging this to Lauren, she chimed in with a theory. Uh, she thinks that maybe what he's referring to is stuff that was on his computer when they were in divorce court that proved him a horrible husband or something, which I think is very conceivable. It just had never occurred to me until that moment that they like went to court to get divorced. In I my never mind, it was just like those receipts. They just like push a button and they're divorced because it doesn't matter. Well, it's on this show. You can just get divorced whenever you want. Right. When you've punched your divorce card three times, you don't need to go to court for the fourth one. That's why Ruben could just annul his marriage by thinking hard enough about it. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, George George's sentence is, why would anyone have emails or texts they wouldn't want anyone to look at? Blah, blah, blah. I found that out the hard way. So you know why, because you've done it, you fucking idiot. Anyway, uh, that scene's over. Amy Where doesn't ask now? what he meant by that. Uh, are you with Ethan now? Yeah, Ethan offers to show Ricky the nudes that are getting him in trouble. Ricky, who is canonically 18 now. Yeah, he's he's like, hey, do you want to see the revenge porn child porn that Ricky, I'm, that Ricky, I'm gonna go 18, to prison for? would you like to see some child pornography and become involved in this crime? Right, do you want to go to boy prison? Because you won't. You won't, you'll go to man prison and you'll be a sex offender forever. Yeah, uh, so then... Ethan, oh, this is where Ethan says he's 14, his ex is 16. They've been he dating for three weeks, but she's, she sent the nude on week one, therefore it's okay if he sends it to everyone. Yeah, he says it's a status thing to have a picture like that. And then they establish, this is this is where the good moment oh, yes. happens. Ah, uh, yes, refresh my memory. Why did yeah, you leave Ethan, the house? They establish that Ethan, he's like, <laughs> what, what, I don't remember exactly how, uh, how Ricky sets this up, but he says something to the effect of like, Blah blah blah. When when was the last yeah, time he you says, saw Yeah, he said he said when did I last see you again and then he, and he says, says three, 3 years, years. ago. And then, and says, then Ricky says Ricky says what happened? Why would you leave our house? Refresh my memory. <laughs> Please exposit for me. <laughs> so tell so, me about Megaton. So <laughs> So you're the sheriff, huh? Tell me more about the bomb. <laughs> Scalpels. <laughs> I've been look I'm looking for my dad. <laughs> so so yeah, Ethan says like I stole some some knives, not kitchen knives, but scalpels. And then Ricky's like scalpels, and then he says he sold them for a hundred dollars. And then he, he says stole 100. he stole some antique scalpels from the foster Just, home. Just you know some antique scalpels. I mean, it is it is established that uh, that uh, Shaker is a surgeon. I guess an old fashioned. He's a steampunk surgeon, so he has antique scalpels like most most surgeons. What makes do. it? What is different about an antique scalpel from a modern scalpel? <laughs> They're made of wood. They're, they have cogs. <laughs> They're, They're made of vellum. <laughs> they they play vinyl records on them. <laughs> so uh, there's a uh, he's yeah he sold uh, the antique scalpels for shoe money. 
uh, for some sweet kicks. And then some uh, some shoes fell from the sky, and they belonged to a famous basketball player. And then he had to dig some holes in the in the desert. Remember yeah, that one? Um, yeah, that's uh, you're referencing uh, the song "How I Beat Shaq." Yeah. So there's a knock on the door, and Ricky sends Ethan to the bedroom. Uh, and a- it's Amy who's here because she somehow knew that Ricky wouldn't go to school either. I guess. And then but Ethan. Hey, this is so funny. They're, they're like, talking, blah, 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 something, something, who gives a shit? And then Ethan just, like, makes a loud noise, like he, I don't know, trips over the boy mattress. He just says, he just says, wow, I have child pornography on my phone. Yeah, and then Ricky's like, well, the jig is up, come out here. And then, like, dramatic music plays suggesting that the fact that this guy is here would mean literally anything to Amy, which it wouldn't. Amy's like, oh my god, the living embodiment of Adrian's voicemail. (laughs) Right, Amy's just like, I can't believe that you secretly had Ethan here. Wow. (laughs) Refresh my memory, Ethan, Ethan, why am I mad that you're here? (laughs) And then Ethan goes, hey, she's hot. He does say that. Um, Now we're with Grace, who walks past Adrian, but doesn't say anything because she's mad. Yeah, then Adrian's like, hey, Grace, I'm sorry for trying to fuck your exes. And then Grace is like, well, at least you didn't call Daniel. And then Adrian's like, I did. And then Grace is like, oh, my God, you called my boyfriend to try to fuck him? Like, how did you even find him? That's when she goes, he's listed. Jeez. Yeah, she called She called 410 and, yeah. and found out his number. And then it's basically just like a bunch of lines about how Adrian is sicko mode and she's she's twisted. Yeah, Adrian is mad at Grace for warning Amy about her. And Grace is like, they have a son. And yeah, yeah, Adrian Adrian's goes, like, I wanna hey, hey, up. hey, yeah. they broke up. He's fair game, which like, you But like when she's up. saying this, she's being evil and sinister about it. Yeah, and then Grace asks, she's like, wait, where'd you hear they're broken up? And she says, from Ricky, because they're talking hooray woo and then that's when grace is like this is this makes me so sad to hear that they broke up i thought they had a chance and then adrian, and then adrian like, says actually it's good out. and i like it it never works out when two teens have a baby yeah and then we get a really good meta line from grace which is you're not really that type of person are you adrian <laughs> it seems like your character is a little inconsistent you're yeah, not then... the kind of that's she says you're not the kind of person who would break up a family and yeah, then that's and then... when adrian says yes i am because being yeah. with Ricky would make me happy. Yeah, and Grace says, "Would you would you drop Ricky if I find you a really really hot date? If I find you a hot successful actor?" Yeah, and she's and talking about Daniel's friends, Daniel's college friends. I mean, I guess Adrian is eighteen, but I still think that's weird. It's weird. Is she eighteen? I yeah, thought she they, said she they was said 17. that. No, la- last episode at the at Doctor Atavi Woman's office, uh, she said that Adrian is eighteen. Um, so. This is so okay. So Adrian says, "Does he look like Daniel?" And she, and Grace says, "Yeah." And then Adrian says, "Then I'm definitely interested." Having 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 seen the rest of the episode, I didn't really know that they were doing a funny racism at the moment. Yeah, but I could. So the thing is, we find out later that Bow Wow is uh, the person that Grace is talking about. And man, aside from being black, he sure doesn't look. <laughs> anything really so they at were all. basically just saying is he black and then they said yes he is yeah they i gotta say a little bit they, of a racism they sure look one. absolutely nothing like each other <laughs> who would have thought that brenda was capable of doing racism it's weird that this almost certainly entirely white writer's room would think that, that bow wow <laughs> wrote looks that, like, like like how did no one be like 
looking for a guy that looks like Daniel, and then it's just another black guy. Like that seems a little bit racist, Brenda. And then she's like, "No, it's very sensitive." Of well, me nobody to say that. nobody said that because they're all uh, white. They all agree. People, yes, Bow Wow so. does look a lot like Daniel. Yeah, he. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ! They look nothing alike. <laughs> two two men who are identical: Barack Obama and Shaquille O'Neal. Oh my God! Thanks, it Brenda. Sucks. Not yeah, good. So so yeah, and let's let's also talk about the fact that Adrian says, "Does he look like Daniel?" Grace says, "Yeah," and then Adrian says, "Then I'd definitely be interested." So she breaks up Ricky and Amy, and then she says, "You know what? I'd be willing to drop this whole thing, leaving their relationship ruined." If I can date a guy who looks just like your boyfriend, Grace wants Adrian. I Adrian's have a new fetish now. is ruining Grace's relationship. Yeah, I think Adrian her her fetish is that she wants to live vicariously, like she wants to be Grace because she only dates Grace's ex boyfriends or current boyfriends. She's like, hey, bow wow, can you can you role play? Can I call can you, you Daniel? Pretend to be. If I like, can you if can I, like, you, ma- can you, you make a comment about how we're, how you're cheating on Grace? Can you, like, comment on how you're always busy and then, like, say that you don't care about my problems? <laughs> Can you help me take apart the nursery? <coughs> oh, my God. So, uh, Grace then steps away and calls Daniel, and she's, uh, she's like, hey, why didn't you tell me Adrian called you? And he says, I've had finals, and I didn't want to text you about it, which, eh, I don't know, I think that's fair. Uh, he says that he blocked Adrian's number, which everyone should do, and he says, or she says, rather that they need to find Adrian a date, and he's he like, He's very not enthused by that idea. Yeah, and she says, with that guy upstairs, and he goes, oh, no, 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 you can't mean Bow Wow, he's a player and just a guest star, so that definitely won't last long. Can't come back. And, th- yeah, this is the moment where I was like, oh my god, they're talking about Bow Wow, and then I googled Bow Wow, I'm like, I don't know what he looks like. Oh, not like Daniel. <laughs> Now, would you have felt better if you had pulled it up and he was maybe identical to Daniel? Yes! That would have been nice. If they looked exactly the same, then it wouldn't be weird or racist Bow-wow, that they said Bow-wow's that. Bow-wow's twin brother, Daniel. Uh, yeah, so then I yelled out loud because we cut to Madison talking to Lauren. Oh, this rules. It's like, whoa! Lauren- huh? Madison's back. Madison's back, folks. She's and, been gone for like five episodes. I guess and she's can done you believe filming it? whatever. Her movie and Jack she's are broken on. up. Yeah. Uh, so she. Okay. Oh, so, she's mad at Lauren for dating Jesse once she. Broke so up Lauren with and Jesse are back together officially. Yes. He's going to go to college, and they're going to keep dating. I guess long distance. So that's, Madison's really jealous. This is end game. Apparently, <laughs> this is the no TP. Um, the we've all been about- waiting. Madison is that she's jealous of Lauren because she wants to get to do all the like senior stuff with with her like like they were gonna both be dating seniors and get to like i don't know go to senior Prom. citizen house except or whatever yeah except they're probably except they it ju- was the 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 big dance or whatever yeah the big game the big, big dance, dance tony. tony uh and uh, so and madison says if i had known you were getting back together with jesse before the end of the school year i wouldn't have accepted jack dumping me which is horrible it's like That's oh fine. no i'm sorry jack you're not dumping me because lauren is back together with jesse so no um, well, first she says, she says that they broke up and she says, I regret breaking up with Jack. And then Lauren says, no, Jack broke up with you. And she said, yes, but I accepted it. Yeah. And to be Amy clear, says, she only regrets it because Lauren is back together with Jesse. Yes. Uh, so Amy shows up and says, hey, Madison, you're back from filming your movie. Let me catch you up on the story. And she does that. And who cares? Uh, Can you jog my memory? Amy, <laughs> Amy then asks, she's like, hey, 
do you think Ricky's ever gone through my phone? And they both agree. They go, yes, everybody does that. And Ricky definitely has. I have and a question goes, for you. Perfectly uh-huh. honest. Have you ever gone through a person's phone? Because I sure fucking haven't. No! <laughs> like, listeners, please chime in. Do you think it's weird to go through the person who you're dating's phone? Because I do. Oh I've never God. done that. What is the... Why is... Why is it trying is to the, normalize this, this very is cool shitty for behavior? teenagers? Is telling them that it's normal and fine to look through people's phones? I think. I think actually that what the writers of Brenda are trying to do is that they're trying to be like, you never know when someone's going to look at your phone, so don't don't have anything oh, suspicious yeah, on it. Oh yeah, I think you're right. We actually get but a little bit of that moral. What later. they are doing is just normalizing the idea of if you're in a relationship with someone, it's totally fine to spy on them and look through their phone. Yeah, or not even not even necessarily in a relationship. Or your because friends they or normalize family parents or kids. doing it. They they're like they're, at this at this point, Madison. Uh, one of them has a line where they're like, "You've never looked through Ashley's phone." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so Amy asks them. They're like, "Do you do that?" And Lauren says, "No, but Jesse and I trust each other." But I have looked through Jason's phone, and then she says, "Haven't you looked through Ashley's?" And Amy says, "No, Madison. Have you ever gone through Jack's phone?" And Madison goes, "Well, yeah." But it wasn't always easy. She's, like, fucking bragging about how good she is at it. It's good and normal to do it. And then Lauren Um, does her classic thing. She looks directly at the camera and she says, It's important to be careful what you say in a text. Uh, Oh, this sucks. Lauren's like, Well, of course you haven't done it, Amy. You're a good girl. And then Amy goes, I'm not a good girl. I'm a teenage mother. Haven't you watched the show? And then then Lauren Lauren says, says, That's yeah." That's and I bet like that it. happens mostly to good girls. And then Adrian walks up. Do you get it? Can you explain it to me in detail? Because I actually don't get it. Oh, Adrian's bad. Oh, is and I ah. So she's so she's bad, and that's why she isn't. Yeah, that's the joke. I, I, uh, I, so Madison and I, Lauren thanks, leave, and a- Adrian starts taunting Amy about the breakup while pretending to be so- sorry for them. She's like. Oh, I heard that you and Ricky aren't together anymore. That's a real shame. Did you know I'm dating again? College guys. College guys th- who look just like Daniel. <laughs> God. They um, look a thing like Daniel. That's when, uh, oh, a- Amy thinks, she's like, are you dating your husband again? And that's when she says, no, a college boy who looks just like Bow Wow and Daniel. And then, uh. She says, by the way, have you listened to my phone messages? Yeah, so she is now, her new thing, her new drama that she's mean to Amy with is she, like, paranoided Amy into looking through Ricky's phone by telling her, by confirming She's playing, like, five-dimensional chess right now. Right, so Amy knew that that Adrian had called Ricky. Yes. Adrian tells Amy... To hey, get her to look at Ricky's phone. Look at Ricky's phone and you'll find proof that he's cheating on you or something. She gets reasonably paranoid, I would say. Checks Ricky's phone. She and checks then Ricky's Ricky phone, which she shouldn't have done. Gets upset and leaves And her. now Adrian, Adrian's new thing is making Amy feel ashamed of herself for doing that. She's like, oh my god, you looked through his phone? God. <laughs> we Why need is Adrian like this? We need to address something. Yeah. Um, Because we've had... I think we've had an unfair double standard. Uh-huh. Which is that just last episode, we declared that Ricky will never be good because he's shown his true colors and we've seen it enough times that we can't we can't unsee it. Yeah, Adrian will never be good either. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's been long enough 
Adrian is just a horrible, awful person now. Sorry, she is folks, just... I know she lost her baby, and I know that's traumatic, but... No, yeah. I mean, like, we have given so many chances for the writers to stop making her evil, but, like, at her core, she is a rotten, rotten person. And she shouldn't be, and she doesn't need to be, and she didn't used to be, but this she's just a fucking monster. This is what happens when you enjoy having sex, teens. This, this is, is what they've become. done to Adrian, and it's it's disgusting that, it's that they've great. done this. It's bad to see. She was um, the most mature character on the show, but she was also she's... sexually active and like not monogamous. She started so out they as made being her... like she started out the series as being the smartest girl in school who likes to have sex, and now she's fucking maleficent. She is awful, and I I hate the writers for doing this, but I can't I can't, keep can't waving it away longer. and being like. I wish that they would let Adrian be Adrian again. Like, this is Adrian now, unfortunately. They have assassinated her character just 50 times over. And she's just a fucking horrible, horrible person now. She's Sorry. Just, a, just very mean all the time yeah. to everyone. Even people who care about her. Yep. So, so sorry. So, Ethan I, Yeah, we cut Ruben. to Ethan talking to Ruben. I didn't... Would the assistant DA be handling this case personally? This is a very high-profile case for a small-town LA. I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. Like, to see that they're taking revenge porn so seriously is like, wow. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. To to be fair to, to the show, not to be fair, but just to give everyone the full story, I think the real issue is that she was underage, because yeah. later in the episode, that's when, when uh, Margaret is like, it should be legal to not do revenge porn, but unfortunately, it, it is. <laughs> it should. It shouldn't be legal to do revenge porn. Sorry. Yes, that's what I meant to say. But Margaret. But like, I think this is from <laughs> a said, time you said it should be legal to not no. do revenge porn. It unfortunately, should, we live in a says, world where you go to jail if you don't do revenge porn. <laughs> Margaret says, "My bad." Margaret says, "Like, well, if if it was between two individuals who are above the age of consent, then it is legal. I wish it wasn't legal, but it is." So this, yeah, comes I mean, from... revenge porn laws have changed in the past. Exactly. Uh, so the real years. issue that Ethan is facing is that he distributed child pornography, and the girl's yeah. dad is here. Yeah. So Ruben basically is like, "Hey, Ethan, here's the deal. You were distributing child pornography, and uh, yeah, e- Ethan's Ethan says that the girl liked it actually." His ex's dad is here, and he is just absolutely heartbroken because, yeah, Ethan's, uh, Ethan is like, she's the one who took the picture, and it shows the dad's face, and he's like, oh, no. Also, Ethan says that it's not child pornography because she's not a child. She's a woman. Oh, my God. He, Can yeah, you also, shut the he fuck says, up, Ethan? He also we really like, have to see this guy more? He also is like, and she doesn't care. She considers it art, and she's very, she has a lot of confidence oh my god so ethan's a fucking piece Criminal of shit and, and he's gonna killed. be a main character have fun hey um, the guy's I, like god, actually I my daughter's just, devastated and then he says she's devastated because you saw it her dad uh, uh, just to be clear the dad the dad's like biggest problem in this scene the thing that makes him the most upset is learning that she took the picture of herself yeah He's like, oh no, my daughter, like... She did that? She's supposed to not be it's a not person the fact with the that, sexuality. Like, her picture is everywhere and people... Yeah, that's not... Yeah, so, just nobody's good here, especially not Ruben, because fuck Ruben. Uh, Ruben's so, like, I can tell you one thing that'll solve your problem. Why don't you and the girl get married? <laughs> God. So, so the dad is like, 
Ethan, you're going to jail for a long time. And then Ruben's like tugging his collar, like, <laughs> oh, God, that would require that me to do the right thing. Oh, no. Um, hello? Sorry, I just had to Die. cough it out. I fucked up my throat by doing that dad voice. So <laughs> Sometimes and, dad voices hurt. Yeah, so Ruben uh, sends Ethan outside to explain to the dad that no, <laughs> Ethan is not going to prison for life. Uh, so Margaret is here in the in the She's hallway. Here. She I said guess... that Ricky went back to school because Ricky was here also. Yeah, so Ricky escorted Ethan and then Margaret showed up and somehow knew that Ricky would be here. She <laughs> says like, like role model she says like like role model responsible things like Yeah, they they have a generic where the troubled sneakers youths. worth it. Who cares? Yeah. Ethan is as bored as I am because he starts looking at his phone. Oh, he pulls out his phone and then Margaret's like, you the have your phone. The music gets so dramatic and emotional about how, how teens be texting. Teens be on their phones and then on their cell phones. And that's when uh, the girl's dad like storms out of Ruben's office in a rage. Yeah, um, he looks then, like he's about to be like, you're dead meat, kid. But he doesn't. I um, could shoot you and no one would care. Like when George said that. God. And then so, the officer brings Ethan back in, and he leaves his phone, which, as we know, is a thing he that He does what teens any teenager would do. He puts leave. his phone down on the chair. It's not even and like then, his phone is sitting next to him, and he walks off without it. He puts it down on the chair. And then Margaret, doing the thing that that, it, that an adult in her position should do, does the thing that everyone does, and it's normal, which is she, yeah, like she takes the boy... Huh? She takes the boy's phone, and she looks at the child pornography, and well, she sees okay. it. Well, okay. Now, okay, to... In her defense, she didn't know that okay, Ethan but also, would be why looking Ethan... at the fucking picture next to her at the courthouse. Why was Ethan just like... reflecting on his dark work? Yeah, Ethan, they're like they're like at the courthouse, and Ethan's like, "Nice, maybe I'll beat it real quick before I head back in Margaret, for my can sentencing." Can you look the other way for like five seconds? Nice. What is he fucking doing? He wants to go to jail to not be on this show anymore. Oh my god, I would love him to do that. So, yeah, Margaret just sees the phone and she gets suspicious. She's like, I wonder what teens be. And she just pushes a button on his phone and then she makes shocked face, implying that she did in fact just glimpse the child pornography that Ethan was looking on at the the courthouse sitting next to Margaret. Where he was being like... Like, on trial for having the, distributed the child pornography. So that means that when Margaret was like, ah, troubled youth's teen conversation, and Ethan's like, I'm bored, he takes out his phone and starts looking at the picture that's gonna get him to juvie. This is so risky, and I love it. This oh is the scene where Nora, Nora Why asks Why would he Bunny, do that? Nora asks Bunny if she, lo- if she, her teens be on their cell phones, and she says like, no, that's My, not what she says. That's not. No, she says, do you check your kids' phones, Bunny? On a very special secret life. So Bunny has two hot daughters, canonically. Okay, so let's, let, let's, let's walk through this conversation before yeah. we skip to the end. Yeah, I guess that's the midpoint, but uh, Bunny immediately in- intuits from that question from Nora. She goes, oh, if you're asking that, you are asking me that because... because Amy or Ricky Brain was looking blast. at each other's phones. Well, I think if there was a reason for you to ask me that, it would be that Amy was looking at Ricky's phone. And if Ricky was, if Amy was looking at Ricky's phone, then he probably had voicemails from Adrian. She's <laughs> so a very she just intuits woman. all of that from the question. And so, then she goes, how did she guess the password? And then Nora goes, it was John. First, why did Amy tell Nora? Why is Nora telling Bunny? <laughs> she tells Nora everything. They're like this. They're oh best my friends. God. 
They are like this. Yeah, I'm doing like fingers like crossed. Like I'm doing front. something. I'm actually not. I'm actually doing nothing. <laughs> so uh, Bunny tells Nora, she's like, my daughters and I have an agreement. I have the passwords to their phones and they know that I check them, but never the same day and never the same time so that they know that they can never have any privacy or keep anything from their mom. It's perfect. She's She says that it really cuts down on the phone crap. Yeah, ah, so the perfect so the perfect cool. parenting solution is just make sure your kids know that you don't trust them at all and that they have no privacy from you. Bunny also says that there are very few existing pictures of her daughter. This is where it gets fucking... It gets ridiculous very... So, so she no says, one... have you ever seen any pictures of my daughter? That's of the my point. daughters? No. And there's a good reason for that. They're hot. She doesn't want that anyone word to for know word. that she has two hot daughters, including sending them to all-girls schools and not letting pictures of them exist. Yes, she has her daughters both in all-girl private schools, and she says, I'm going to keep them in all-girl private schools until they have their PhDs. Sounds like good parenting to I've me. I've been and playing Nora a little say? bit of Hitman 2 lately, what does and Nora I'm say to that? like... Agent 47, your mission is to assassinate Bunny's hot daughters. No hey. one knows what these two women look like. Good luck, <laughs> oh 47. God. That, that, that is a pretty good hitman mission. You gotta go to the girl, all-girls school and find the hottest women you can and then figure out if they, like, have Don't, any connect. Hmm? What? They're in graduate school in this scenario. Yeah, they're like, well, they're getting their PhD. Right. Just, yeah. just so you they're know not, that we're This not is not a mission about killing children, Sam. Children. <laughs> no, they're, and they're like, they're like, Oh, there'd be, like, an achievement for killing them with a cleaver, because poetic justice, do you get oh, it? Oh my god, because Bunny is always fucking waving that cleaver. They would, that would be, like, that that's how they frame, you frame Bunny, by, by doing cleaver murders. Oh my god. This is get this is going in this a weird direction. It's getting dark. Hey! Oh. Can you tell but, me what Nora says? <laughs> this is so good! This is when Nora says, if you put them in an all-girls school, that's what makes them gay. And then Bunny says- Thanks, Nora! <laughs> Bunny says, huh, I might prefer if they were lesbians. And I gotta say, yeah, this has to be a great show to watch as a teen boy. Like, that's probably gonna feel really good when a character who's, like, consistently presented as, like, a nice, good, smart, well-meaning character says that she will do everything in her power to keep girls away from people like you because you're a fucking teenage boy and you are a fucking monster inherently. That's what well, teenagers need to hear. I mean, no, but like, there's but, there's better lessons to teach than this. Boy teens, you are not valid. Um, it doesn't the, have to be this way. Nora says, Nora if there says, was better media. Oh, this is when Leo shows up and apologizes to Nora and Bunny for firing them, but for some reason Bunny hates nope, it. No, that's Bunny. not what happens. What? That's what Leo I have. Leo walks huh? in and yeah. he says, "Hello, ladies." Great to see you, both of you who I fired. Sorry about firing you, Bunny. Bunny hates it. And then Leo tells them casually that him and Betty are getting divorced. Oh my god, the way he says this is so fucking weird. He says, he says, Betty and I are splitting up. The way, sorry, to back it up a little bit, he says, Nora, I need to talk to you. And then they're like, what's going on? And he's like, okay, I'll tell you both. Betty and I are splitting up. So why is that just for Nora? She says that, well, it's for Nora's eyes only and ears only. But she says that, that Bunny, Betty. Bunny asks why. 
Well, she's going to college, you see. Yes, Bunny says, why are you splitting up? And Leo says, Bunny wants to go to college. Betty wants to go to college. Sorry, it's Betty, hard, Jesus right? Jesus Christ. So it's Bunny laughs easy. out loud at that because <laughs> can you imagine Betty going to college? <laughs> but also it's like, why would you break up just for wanting you to go to college? And very good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. My wife wants to go to college, so we're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. She should know her place. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, she's, Leo's a huge fucking she's always MRA, dude. being a receptionist for a big, important man. Listen, but Betty, Betty, you're gonna be a receptionist for a big, important man, but not me, because I don't love you. God. So, uh, Bunny is still pissed that he fired her, and Nora's like, I understand why you fired me. And then Leo's like- I don't like, recall Leo firing Bunny, but I'll take the show's word for it. Yeah, he- mm, No, I thought Bunny quit, because I she swear Bunny fucking quit because she, him. like- didn't like being a secretary or something. What if what if they did the fucking Michael Scott thing where Bunny's like, Leo, I can't do this anymore. I'm I'm quitting. And he goes, You can't quit. You're fired. I can yeah. see Leo doing that. Anyway. Yeah. Didn't so he literally he... do that to Nora? Or no, he did that to fucking uh hold on. Who is the woman we all love? What was her name? What? The the woman that Leo's first secretary that has always been there. Oh Camille. Camille, that's oh, what shit. he did to Camille. He did do that to Camille. <laughs> He did a Michael Scott to her. Oh my god, I forgot he literally did that on the show. Oh my god. Um, I, man, I, I had a blissful few weeks where I forgot Camille existed. Oh, and then Leo says, like, he says, like, everyone deserves a second chance. So I'm no, gonna no, 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 you- so, sorry. I, I don't want to skip over this piece of shit line from Leo. Oh, yeah. So Nora's like, I understand why you fired me, Leo. And Leo goes, and why was that? Like, he needs fuck her to you, she's her not like fault. a six-year-old who you're like, do you understand why you're in trouble? Like... What the fuck is his problem? He's rich. He's a rich man. This but is then, what yeah, rich despite, people are like. But despite rubbing it in like that, he's like, you know what, Nora? Everyone deserves a second chance or a third chance. And then I tuned out for the rest of this conversation. No, I think Nor- Nora says that it's her third chance because she got she got it. Yeah, she did it right. twice. And then they talk then about says, job shit and who fucking cares. Um, this is when Amy. This is when Amy's in the hallway and she has a note and she's like, oh, sorry, Ricky, I would talk to you, but I need to go see the counselor immediately. And then Ricky says, no, I just got Joe to make me a note for $20. Yeah, a fake note to Amy's teacher. By the way, Uh what Ricky is doing when we cut to the school is he is standing in the hallway alone. So it's it's during class, as we find out in a moment. And Amy walks out of her classroom, which Uh is right next to where he was standing. So he was standing in the doorway of her classroom waiting for her. Mm -hmm. Like... Why do people just skip class to have conversations that they could have any other any... time? It's at lunch, it's... after school. It's so weird. Why did they just do that? Well, it's because they had to pay extras if they had during lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they haven't been in the in the cafeteria court courtyard set in a while. Maybe that's off limits to them now. Maybe they're filming some other like fucking Disney Channel show there now. <laughs> this is when. Uh... Oh yeah, did. I think we talked about this on a circle jerk, patreon.com slash jerk, uh, that I looked up the school that, that this is. It's, uh, I think it's Grant High School in Van Nuys or something. Um, and yeah, just they film like so many fucking high school things, like music videos. There's like a fucking, uh, some like new metal music video was filmed here. I think Fancy by Iggy Azalea was filmed here. That's good. Some Power Rangers, I think. <laughs> This is when Ricky, he's like, I want to talk. And he says, like, I talked, I did talk to Adrian, and I told her to leave me alone. My- um, and I don't remember, hey, Sam, what do you, how do you feel about emails? 
Well, nobody does that. We should clarify, by the way, that they are having this conversation literally in the doorway of the classroom that he just snuck her out of. That's fine. No one emails. <laughs> That's what, yeah, Amy says that no one emails anymore, and uh, we do have instances of people emailing on the show, so I Yeah, Ricky I was bragging about his cool email phone. Yeah, his cool uh, email phone. And then they flash the logo. Hey, uh, by the way, when Ricky when Ricky explains why he got her out of class to talk to her like this... He says, I felt bad that that, uh, we couldn't talk when you came by this morning. Hey, but also, you shouldn't have done that. Like, what is his fucking problem? He's He's such a dick. He sucks. Universally, he sucks. He's the worst man. So yeah, Ricky's like, Adrian won't be contacting me again, even though I claimed earlier this episode that I already told her to leave me alone before she started contacting me more. Oh, and then Ricky says he doesn't care who Adrian's going out with, but he has, like, a micro-expression of botheration, and Amy the, sees The it. way that he says it is amazing, though, because Amy's like, uh, Amy's like, Adrian told me that she's dating someone now, and Ricky literally says, this is verbatim, he says, I don't care who she's going out with. Who's she going out with? And then Amy's like, it seems to me, Sherlock Holmes' voice, that you do care about who Adrian's going out with. Yeah, she says it's some guy that Grace's boyfriend knows, and then he realizes that it's special guest star Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, and he makes the most obvious, unsubtle, like, oh man, face. Oh, Bow Wow! And yeah, she's like, are you having botherations? And, and he says, no, I don't. He says, he says, like, will you ever give up that I don't care about Adrian? Right, he makes that fucking, oh, jeez, face, and then he's like... What's wrong with you, Amy? You don't when trust are you me, ever you gonna, gonna accept that I don't that care? So sad that she's dating Bow Wow. Like you clearly are hung up on her still. What the Why f- are you hung up on her still? He's like Amy. This is all. If you would trust me, then we wouldn't have a problem. Like you clearly don't deserve to be trusted, and you threatened violence against her. So fuck you. Sometimes. Oh, but that wasn't in the previous one because no, that was in the pre. It didn't happen. They're gonna fucking. Uh, they're gonna fucking do the thing that that happened in that one episode where you're like they they I don't remember what when they like edited out the conversation where he's just gonna be like, "Don't get in my way, Amy. I don't like when people get in my way physically. It makes me stressed out and anxious, and I don't and it worries me." And the- <laughs> or they're gonna or they're gonna edit it so that in the previously on of a future episode. Amy gets in his way and is like, I'm going to fucking kill yeah, you. Ricky. <laughs> Amy gets in his way and pulls out a gun. <laughs> so, and he's like, he's like, please don't shoot me physically. You don't like, won't like what happens when you shoot yeah, me. Previously on the secret life of the American teenager. And Amy's like, wow, nunchucks. I can't wait to use these on Ricky. Uh, so Amy asks him. And by the way, at this point in the conversation, they are like raising their voices to each other in the doorway of her classroom. Uh, yeah, and so that, she's that's like, when have you, you ever like... gone through my phone? And then he makes, uh oh geez she's got me there face because apparently it's normal for teens to do this last week amy was the only person who hasn't done that now everyone's done it birds do what? it like bees do it even educated fleas do it why would um, ricky like when has amy ever given him any reason not to trust her Literally no it's not never. about trust sam it's not about trust it's just normal. everyone does it it's just normal it's normal so she she tells him that he's a hypocrite for getting mad at her for doing something he's done, which is, yes. Yes, extremely. The least of the problems, but yes. And she says the only difference is that you didn't get caught. This and is then when he Ricky says, like, makes sensitive face and he's like, hey, why don't we trust each other? Why do we bother? Sa- yeah, he says, this is the problem, Amy. This is we what's wrong with our relationship, Amy. This is entirely on you. 
for some reason you don't trust me because I look at your phone and save voice messages that right that you would fucking imp- lied to her. I don't think this relationship is going to work. I keep lying to you and you have trust issues about it. Why don't you trust me, Amy? Don't answer that. We both make mistakes. You do nothing and then I do everything. God, he's such a fucking piece of shit. And then I threaten you physically. What is wrong with our relationship? Oh my God. So now we go to good relationship, Daniel and Grace. I love uh, Daniel is just like, he's like trying so hard to be like the good boyfriend, capital G. Yeah, so he he calls Grace, and he's like, hey, I finished my finals, you want to come over and celebrate? And she goes, oh, sure, but can it be a double date with my friend Adrian and special guest Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow? It's really weird how often she says Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. So uh, Daniel says, hey, uh, can I I, just hang out with you, my girlfriend, instead? And not Adrian, a girl I obviously don't like? Not, and also a guy that I've mentioned is kind of a sleazebag and I don't like him either. This is one, yeah, that's the weird thing is that Grace says, he's like, he's like, he's like, can you just tell Adrian that like he's not here right now? And then she says, no, it has to be Dante, which is his name, by the way. Yeah, like, like, well, why does it have is, to be, why does it have to be Shad Moss, aka well, ba- Bow Wow? The reason it has to be Shad Moss, aka Bow Wow, is because Adrian is going to show up expecting someone who looks just, just exactly Just like identical to Daniel. Right, if, if he didn't look just exactly <laughs> like the Daniel. The spinning image. Yeah, she would be yeah. like, hey, and by the way, uh, Daniel's actor's name is Sinqua Walls, S-I-N-Q-U-A Walls. Go ahead and look him up, and then look up Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, and see that they look fucking nothing alike. Just imagine two different people in your head. Just That's imagine basic... two people who don't look alike. You could not pick two more different-looking human beings. It's really bad. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so Grace is like, okay, how about this? Here's the deal. I'll come over, just me, and while I'm there at your apartment... We can talk to special guest star Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow's character, Dante, and see if he's interested in meeting Adrian. And Daniel says, okay, fine, we can do and that. And you know what was Adrian really says, funny about Great, this I'll whole- have Adrian give me a ride so she can meet special guest star Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow's character, Dante. But you know what was kind of epic about this scene was that Grace was on Shad the phone with Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, the whole time, and even she didn't notice. Now, actually, that's a, a common uh, error, is she was actually talking to Daniel, who looks oh, nothing I'm sorry, like I mixed that- Oh, my God! So, uh, I we thought go to the this Jurgens. was a trick. We go to the Jurgens' house for some fucking really stupid bullshit. George has acquired steaks from Nora, and he's cooking them to hope that Ricky, like a cartoon character, sucks up the stink lines. Right, and, like, he's wafting the, he's the visible wafting aroma. Way, right back into Amy's arms. To, to Ricky, who is eating out of a garbage can, and he's going to float <laughs> up in the air. Raccoon. And he's going to drift along the smell. Um, yeah. <laughs> George is like, I put an apple pie on the windowsill to cool. Yeah, so Amy's like, uh, hey, Dad, I actually don't want to talk to Ricky anymore, <laughs> which is a good call. So she maybe says, let's not try to lure him with funny steak. And isn't George she says, also, doesn't she accuse George of trying to do this because she yes, feels this is, bad George about said, looking George at her says, phone? Come on, Amy, I'm doing this for you. And then Amy says that she he's only doing it because she's mad at him for looking through her phone, which is normal. Of a yeah, and then do. George smiles and he goes, ah, Ricky's done it too, huh? And he says, I'll call him. And then Amy says, hey, does Anne know that Nora's living in Ashley's room? And also, do you know where Ashley is? 
And that's George says that it's none of it's none of Anne's business that Nora is living in the house that in the house she in owns. her house in her house that she owns. Uh, before we move on, there's a couple quick things that I want to address, which is that Amy says, "Yes, I asked Ricky, and no, he hasn't." Is that where we landed? I guess. So, so Ricky's when she you can says, just "Have say you looked at my phone?" and Ricky show, says Sam, nothing and, it doesn't and makes really ah, geez, you got you me say. face. What he was actually reacting to is he's. He's making shocked face at how deranged this woman is. She's twisted. God. Um, so yeah, that's then George. When we talk about Ashley's new medical well, assistant. But, but, no, George gives a really normal dialogue human line first. Oh yeah, which is this is my house until I'm done raising you and Ashley. And then <laughs> Ashley Amy who laughs lives at, here. Amy just straight up laughs at George. She's like, "You think that you're raising us?" And Damn. she says, "Do you even know where Ashley is?" And he says, "Of course I do." We text every day. You can check my phone, funny smirk. Just a, just a little callback to how he regularly invades his daughter's privacy secretly. No, it's fine. Everyone does it. Yeah, everyone does um, it. Uh, yeah, that's so, when, yeah. I think George is the one who says she has a medical assistant job. Yeah, that doesn't sound false or shady. And then he says she's a smart girl, and then Amy says smart enough to get out of this house. And George says, you liked this house last week when it was you and Ricky here. What don't you like about it now? Oh, it's like, me. Defi- yeah, I fucking wonder, George. Oh. Then we get a scene of uh, by, Ethan by the and way, Ashley. It's just, huh? I know George is a fucking idiot, yeah. but that his 16-year-old high school dropout drifter daughter was like, hey, me and my high school dropout drifter boyfriend, we both got hired as medical assistants. Yes. And George is like, okay. So we get a scene of Ethan and Ashley uh, signing nope. up for their medical experiment. Nope. Huh? Not Ethan. Now, I think it's funny that in an episode where they make a joke about how Bow Wow, um, what's his name? Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, looks exactly like uh, like Daniel. They have two characters who look exactly the same, but oh one of them's Oh my god, in you're Florida. right! They literally look... Yeah, oh that was god. the joke I was making. Um, I, did, so I didn't... Yeah, I didn't They're signing up for and a you know medical what, you know experiment. What, you know what? Hmm? I'm probably being racist. I bet if you look them up side by side, they look nothing alike, and I'm just being racist. I'm sorry. They have very similar hairstyles. They both have, like, a lot of, like, dark hair, and they both look like creepazoids. Yeah, and then Toby does some incredibly natural exposition. He's like, now hold on, Ashley. This medical have study depression. for $500 says that it's only for people with depression to take this experimental drug test. <laughs> Ashley says, can you fill me in on what we've been doing? <laughs> Remind um, me how yeah, we they... know each other, Toby. They look at the side effects and then list a long list of side effects that yeah, includes like dying. And then and then they're like, we're leaving. And then Toby says, I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah, like, Ashley says, uh, she goes, I, he's like, this is only for people with depression. And Ashley goes, I can be depressed for $500. And man, I've just been waiting for this show to tackle depression. When will we get the full-on depression episode? I fucking hope never. Thanks, Brenda. We're waiting, yeah, Brenda. When, when they decide to leave the room... Uh, funny music plays, yeah, and Toby Toby's goes, like, feeling better to all the anymore. funny people in this funny office who probably have actual clinical funny depression. It's so funny when people Just some comedy depression. stuff. It's good stuff out there from Brenda. Yeah, so Nora comes home from walking moose with John, and she's like, Amy, I'm so happy. John did a flip, you should have seen it. And then she segues that into, you should call Ricky, stop. And then Nora quotes Leo, everyone deserves a second chance or a third, no matter how many times he threatens to hurt you. Amy says, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what the show is telling us. I know, us. I know. No matter how many times he threatens to hurt you or look at your phone or go sicko mode on you. God, it's awful. So Amy says, uh, 
She's like, I don't want to talk to Ricky anymore. If you want him to come over and celebrate your happiness with you, just call him yourself. Ricky and shows up moment, and then he says, I was hiding in the bushes. <laughs> Ricky just walks in and he's like, Nora, wait outside with John. So that's fucking cool. Uh, he admits to Amy that he lied. He has looked at her phone before multiple times. What a surprise. Yeah, just to, just to make sure the listeners are clear, clear on this, this was like a conspiracy from Nora. Where she had, like, had Ricky outside and she's like, you gotta make up with your horrible abusive boyfriend. Yeah, and then what? Amy was gonna be like, okay, fine, I'll call. And then Ricky walks in and she's like, wow, fast car! <laughs> uh, so, Ricky says, uh, I've looked at your phone before multiple times. Cool. Not that it was worth compromising my integrity for looking at it or lying I, about oh, it. Oh, bud, your I integrity is- we were both wrong not hey, to Ricky, trust each other. your integrity, it's been mega compromised. Yeah, like- you cannot compromise it any further, you fucking prick. I'm sorry, Amy. My problem was that we both have issues in this relationship. Right. Can't we reach across the aisle? Uh, she says, <laughs> God. this is my fucking cool team moment here, because Amy says, Oh, I don't think Ricky, I had one of those. Ricky, you're just making excuses. You never had a reason not to trust me. You knew that you could trust me. You knew that there was no reason to look through my phone, and you did it anyway. And then, when I did it for actual reasons, you made me feel like this, that I had done something unthinkable. And she says, I want you to leave. You do not deserve a stake for having this conversation. And then he demands the stake and then has it. And, and says yeah, I, I wrote down in my notes, holy shit, Amy, cool teen moment, parentheses, although I'm sure it'll be ruined immediately after I unpause. And then I unpaused, and Ricky goes, oh no, I'm getting a stake. I might eat it outside, but I'm getting a steak. And then that's when George is here and he funny gives Ricky a steak. Yeah, just gonna eat a delicious steak in my pissed off ex's backyard alone. Yum yum. <laughs> my pissed off ex who keeps telling me to leave, but I'm not gonna leave. Yum yum. Delicious. Uh, um, yeah, Amy, then George yeah, says Amy the leaves solution the room for, very by the way, reasonably angry. Hey, but, but George has the solution. He tells them to get married. Yay! Yay! He, yeah, he walks in with a big funny tray of steaks and a big funny smile, and he says, how'd it go? And Ricky says, not well, but I'm hungry and you invited me to eat, so I'm eating and then I'll leave. And then George says, you know what the problem is? The problem is you're not married! I've what done the a fuck diagnostic. is wrong with him? I've done the diagnostics, and I think the problem with your relationship where you constantly lie and deceive and threaten is that you're not legally bound to this woman. Oh my god. And then Ricky fires Epic back. Divorce like, well, you're not married either. <laughs> and George says, yeah. hey, both parties wanna, have to want to be married, and Anne doesn't. Do you two want to be married? Fucking obviously No! No, Amy loves the the issue with Amy is that they're not married yet. Um, uh, and then says, Ricky, and then Ricky's like George is like, "Do you want to marry Amy?" And Ricky goes, "I just want to eat this steak." And George is like holding the steaks away from him as if to say, "No steak until you tell me you want to marry my daughter." And then Ricky says, "Yes, just not now." Yeah. Then we get a scene where where well, Sanjay well, tells. Well, hold on now, hold on because the scene's not over. Oh, because apparently that answer was good enough for George, because he then offers the tray to Ricky again oh, yes. for him to, I guess, grab a steak with his bare hands. <laughs> I didn't think about the part where Ricky ate the steak with his bare hands. Yeah, so now that scene's over. So this is when Sanjay tells Margaret, he's like, can you fill me in on what we've just been talking about? And she says, like, I think it's, we need to foster, uh, basically they're talking about fostering Ethan. Uh, oh yeah, criminal. oh my god. Okay, something I forgot to note, because I yeah. didn't think it was interesting enough to write down at the time, but I did note it here, is that when Margaret and Nora were talking earlier, Nora was asking like, ah, are you happy, blah blah blah? Or, or she's she's like, 
let me guess, you two have empty nest syndrome without me and Ricky. And yeah. Margaret says, no, we have whatever is the opposite of empty nest syndrome. Oh, yeah, syndrome. I forgot like, about they're, that. They're just they love loving it. having the house They love themselves. it too and much. Now, it's almost bad. It's almost problematic how much they love not having Ricky in the house. Right, so now they're and talking about... And you as well? <laughs> so now they're talking about how they need to take Ethan back, because we can't let the two only, like, nice people on the show just be happy. <laughs> we need to bring in, like... Oh no, we accidentally made Margaret and Shaker happy. We better Oops. bring in a shitty new kid to ruin the happiness that we thought was so good that we closed last week's episode with it. Yeah, that's when they talk about how he's going to juvie, and that's when, when Margaret says, It's fine It's fine if two people who are of age send nudes to each other. It should be illegal for them to leak them, but it's not. Um, yeah, and, and then, then, oh, but then Sanjay... This is so weird, because... Nice. He says, like, I wish you would send nude. But this is the thing, is she is explaining... <laughs> this is, we, get, we get this shot of Margaret being like, yeah, well, the thing is, you can't send nude teenage pics around. <laughs> and and it cuts to Shaker, who's making this face like, huh, didn't know didn't that. Didn't know that. <laughs> like, surely there was a better way to deliver this info to your teenage viewers than to have margaret explain it to her adult husband who pretends that he didn't know <laughs> sanjay is like sitting on a children's play mat like nodding yeah pushing a hot, pushing a hot wheels around like that's so weird i really thought that you could do that do you like my car carrier <laughs> do you uh, like my mint mixer so, my mint mixer. so <laughs> do you like my beep beep nook uh <laughs> So, so that's when we cut to uh wait, 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 oh wait, yes wait, there's wait, a little wait. more I have more to say about this because uh w- what she says she says after you turn eighteen it's not a legal issue but it should be and then and then Shaker goes maybe maybe not I'll send you a picture if you send me one and at that point I was like maybe she does need to explain this to Shaker because he clearly <laughs> doesn't understand what she's saying. <laughs> I'll send you a picture, and then you send me one, and I'll send like, it to no, no, all no. my friends we're... when I get mad at you. <laughs> right, she's like, no, 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 Shaker, we're talking about sending pictures without I'm people's knowledge talking about criminal acts. You're clearly not listening. <laughs> and then he's just like, watch Power Rangers with me. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Adrian is talking to special guest star Shad Mouse, a.k.a. Bow Wow's character, Dante. This is the most fucking normal conversation on the history of this show. It is fucking bizarre. So, so he's like, so Shad Mouse, a.k.a. Bow Wow, sees her, her ring, and he's like, wow, are you married? And she's just no, like... He, 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 he just says, he just says, nice ring. And yes. she goes, and then that's Adrian my says, engagement ring. I'm married. Well, I'm I'm getting divorced, don't worry. And I right. don't have children, but I am still she in says, high school. She says, don't worry, I don't have kids. And I had to fucking pause the episode and take a step away from my computer to recover from him ass- from her assuring her date, don't worry, I don't have any kids. I'm in like, high school and I'm getting divorced, but no kids here. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Um, then Dante asks, he's who? like, Special guest star Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow's character, Dante, asks uh, why why is she getting divorced? And she says, because I'm in love with my ex. <laughs> You're such, you are such a winner, Adrian. Like, I and think she, Shad she Moss, even AKA, goes on. Yes. She even goes on. She says, I'm in love with my ex. He's He was in a relationship with the mother of his child, but I, I just made them split up. And I'm thinking about going for it. And Dante's just like, oh, nice. Hmm, yes, okay. So reasons he, to he date- literally says he says I admire your honesty. But why are you on this date? And she says, "Well, 
I mostly wanted to see if Grace actually knows any hot guys, because you can tell what someone thinks of you by who they try to set you up with. And by the way, for this entire conversation, Grace and Daniel are sitting five feet away. Yeah, they're watching the whole thing. And they're just listening to this conversation with like watching a car crash face. Yeah, Grace especially looks like she's watching a person die. Because it's horrible. It's awful. And he what else does Adrian say? He asks Adrian, he's like, so, what does Grace think of you? In other words, <laughs> do you think I'm hot? Mm. And Adrian says, like, well, she just says all the good things about her character. She, um, right, she says, she says, Grace must think I'm smart and sexy because you're smart and sexy. Like, this is such a normal date. Okay. Any other information from Adrian before we break this down? Oh, you mean just, like, what happens in the rest of this conversation? Yes, because I want to There's so discuss... much more. Yes, please continue. Oh my god, there's so much more. She t- she does seductive voices. She's like, but you know, I'm not totally sure that I do want my ex back. Like, do you get it? And then uh, Grace, like, turns to Daniel and she's like, oh my god. So she would take Ricky away from Amy just to see if she could? And Adrian's mm-hmm. like, we're trying to have a conversation here, funny. And then... It's hilarious. Dante, a special guest star, Shad Moss, uh, Bow Wow character, Dante, says, I've been married three times and I have nine kids. Just kidding. I'm a sophomore in college. He's got a full scholarship, too, so I know he's a good boy. Yeah, and and I gotta say, for all, like, I know that Adrian is 18, but, like, for all of the moral lessons that this show seems to think it's teaching, it's... There, there's one weird thing about this show, which is that I feel like every, like, teen drama or sitcom I've ever seen will have something where someone's daughter is trying to date a college a college boy, and the parents are always like, you may not date a college boy. And But this show This show is it. totally fine with high schoolers dating college students. It's good, and they, they love, love it. it. Age has, love has, has no age limit, Sam. And then uh, Dante is like, uh, special guest star, Dante is like, the most wild thing I've ever done. I've yeah, she asks tattoos. him that in a sex voice, but he says yeah, he's she, got some tattoos. Yeah, and she goes, you know, I think I'd like a tattoo. And, and this is goes, when Dante says, I was, oh, that's good, because I was planning on taking you to my guy. Well, <laughs> that's not exactly how it went. That's what uh, he says. He was pla- He says he was planning on it. Was? Did he say he was yes! planning on it? He said Jeez. planning. I missed that. He, uh, he said... Oh, you're having setting me up on a blind date, uh, Daniel? Well, That's cool. Hmm. I know what we can do. C- could he have meant, because what happens here is she says, I'd like a tattoo, and, she, and he goes, tonight? Because normal date. And then she says, I don't have one picked out, and I don't have a place. Uh, and he says... Oh, man. He, that's when he says, I can take you to my guy. And but then he, but then he says, "Well, I could invite you to let. Maybe we'll get a better look at your canvas." Horny right, voice. Well, my my point being, my point being, could he have meant I was planning it as in when you said you'd like a tattoo a second ago? I was planning on it. Maybe. I, Anyways, I hope that's what he meant. <laughs> so I hope yeah, so. she she says when I said I don't have a place, I meant I don't have a place picked out on me. And he says, "How about we inspect Let's the canvas?" Look at it. And, um, then, and then Grace says, "Tattoos last for life." Yeah, they're leaving to fuck, and Grace goes, tattoos last a lifetime! And hey, reminder that this morning in showtime, Adrian fucked her husband, Ben. Normal show. <laughs> I did forget about that until we were doing the episode right now. Yeah, so then Grace tells Daniel, um, she's like, oh, so Ricky and Amy got in a fight after she looked at his phone, 
And he goes, really? You can look at my phone anytime you want. And he hands it to her. And, and she she's goes, like, I see you are playing mind games now. <laughs> she goes, that's okay. I trust you. And he goes, really? Do you trust me? Or do you just not want me to ask if I can see your phone? And then she says, no, yeah, you can see my phone if you really want to. It's fine. And then he holds out his hand, like, give me your phone. Like, what is this? Healthy relationships. It's just normal. Okay, real quick. I want to talk about Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, a.k.a. Dante. Yeah. This is a man who says, hmm, this girl is currently married, getting divorced, is the kind of person who says, no, I don't have kids, which to me says, like... You know, I would think she would, right? She is ha- in love with another man and is only using me. She's in love with another man who she just, like, did some fucking manipulation shit to break him up with his girlfriend. And. Who she also tells him is the mother of his child. And not only did she just break them up, but she's still using me, Dante. I'm Dante in the situation to make, mm. to make this man jealous so she can have sex with him again. Yeah, and he says, and I'm That's thinking fine. right I'm now, like, this is sounding like a pretty sweet deal for me, Dante. AKA right, Shad I'm a player, Masaki, and even I think that this is weird, is what Dante yeah. should I'm, have said. what no everyone knows, there's no bigger Chad than me, and <laughs> right. I see a lot of no red bigger flags Shad. Huh? No bigger Shad. No bigger Shad than I. <laughs> so, he, used to, he used to be a little Shad, but now yeah, he's he used to be a little Shad Moss, but now he's a big Shad Moss. Yeah. Uh, big Bow Wow. Did you have anything else to say about this scene? No, I just wanted to talk about Ricky and Amy sort of, like, angrily doing the dishes. Like That's Amy. how you know things are bad between them, because when things are going well, they do they laundry. They do laundry. <laughs> and you know what? This is like, if you've ever done, like, the developer commentary in Portal, how they're always like, now we put, like, sort of pushed out blocks on the wall when we first introduced this mechanic, so that when people see the pushed out blocks on the wall, their mind sort of subconsciously thinks, yeah. oh, this is where I have to do this kind of puzzle. So this when is the like viewers that, see laundry, they know they seeded, like the the first time we saw Ricky doing dishes was putting away unwashed dishes when we invented the <laughs> disgraceful teen crime so that they associated negative emotions between Ricky and dishes. So when we this see Ricky very... doing dishes, we go, wow, this is bad. This is bad. This um, sucks. So Ricky gets a call from Ethan, who is in juvie good. Yeah. And well, when, when he when he uh, when he when he uh, gets the call, he looks at his phone and he goes, because, uh, you know, there's this sort of tension of Adrian stuff. And yeah. he looks at the phone and he goes, it's no one. And Amy says, tell no one I said hi. <laughs> and then he says it's ethan who's in juvie now oh shit um, yeah man you got me last week i called your naruto reference i said that you would make a game of thrones reference here yeah no i wouldn't do that i actually specifically wrote don't write don't say it <laughs> don't don't think it don't say it don't think it don't say it um so ricky ricky's like i've been delaying it but i i i've earned the me ricky has earned the right from you to be trusted he just says his character arc to amy he makes like level ten thousand sensitive face and amy all my life nobody has trusted me and i haven't deserved the trust but now i've earned your trust and you don't trust me honest that's the issue here is is only the honesty i did nothing else that might be upsetting to you credit to amy she calls him out she's like no that's bullshit you're like, you've been hiding communication from your ex from me without, like, telling me. And then when I found out about it, you got ma- mad at me. Like, that's not you earning trust. No, but then, Sam, then Ricky says he hates himself because of it. So you know that it he's changed. Yeah, and she says, uh, you shouldn't have told me that you erased Adrian's message without listening to it. When the truth is that you did the opposite of that. You listened to it and then saved it. And, he, and she she says... 
that was like you lied to me and he says yeah i guess i did you fucking guess i guess i, I guess, guess if you want to put it that way i guess i did lie to you and then he um, says he says amy i shouldn't have lied to you and i'm very sorry but you've lied to me before too and i still trust <laughs> you what the fuck is his problem you know what his problem is he's just a piece of shit yeah and then and he's he like, says, it's a, I'm working through my issues. It's a lifelong process. If you stay with me long enough, I promise good Ricky will come eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've fucking fallen Sensitive for that one face. before, Ricky. He says, uh, I know that it was different when I lied to you than when you lied to me because I have a history of lying. And <laughs> you've always I'm been Ricky f- and you're not me. So you've never lied. You never had a famous trait of when you lied, you stuttered. That was never a thing about your character. Uh, and... And I have a history of lying, and I hated myself for letting you down, and I felt unworthy, and I couldn't say it. So instead, I just played the victim, because I'm very comfortable playing the victim. And yeah, you're fucking doing it right now. Thanks, Ricky. Um, oh, and then then Ricky gets a call from Ethan, who is Wait, thanking whoa, him for- whoa. Oh, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot the part when Amy apologizes and says- Amy says- she hugs him and goes, she- I'm sorry, too. No! I'm sorry no. for being a rude child bride, Ricky. You did nothing, Amy. Um, you did but nothing then wrong. They're like, let's go back to the well, apartment. Okay. She, looked, she looked at his phone. She shouldn't have looked at his phone. But- and then uh, Ricky gets another call. It's a text. And Damien's like, what is this? And then she picks up his phone because it's cool to check the phones. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Important note yeah. is that he gets the text uh-huh. and he says, it's oh, Ethan. He's, he's thanking yeah. me for taking him to the courthouse earlier. And then she's like, Ethan again? Really? Mm-hmm. And then he, he's like, oh, you don't believe me? So he shows his phone to her. And she's like, oh my god, is that the picture he was sending around? Meaning that he just showed her a nude photo. Of a child, of a minor. But no, because he says, no, it's Adrian saying it's where she's going to get a tattoo. Which means that Adrian just sent him- Sent him a nude? Adrian just paused sex with Shadmoss, a.k.a. Bow Wow, a.k.a. Dante. Ha- hang on, Dante, I need to send a nude I have to the send bio. my ex a picture of this. Right now. And she sent that to Ricky. And by the way, it's important to note, because I was walking through all this in my head trying to figure it out, it's definitely Adrian and not Ethan sending him the picture, because he knew that Adrian was getting the tattoo. Yes. So it was, Adrian just sent him a nude, and it's he just showed it to cool Amy. It's also very cool of Ricky, having just reconciled with Amy, to be like, <laughs> check out this nude that Adrian just sent me. And, on top of that, when he gets the text... He says that it was Ethan. He fucking lies about Adrian <laughs> communicating with him again. He lied about getting child pornography. N- not child pornography. She is 18. No, but he lied saying it was the nude that, that Ethan oh, had. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he He's like, no, don't worry, Amy. Ethan just sent me illegal porn. And I'm going to show it to you. And then yeah, Ricky's so he like, shows Adrian's on. naked body to Amy. And, and she then goes, Ricky's like, why can't we joke about this kind of stuff, Amy? Right. He He's wants like, to joke about this. We gotta get a this. sense of humor about Adrian. She's crazy. She's fucking sicko mode, dude. <laughs> and then, uh, so, um, my brain is fogged by how much I want to kill Ricky right now. <laughs> yeah. So Ricky, Ricky goes, "I'm done with oh, crazy." That's right. This and is when Adrian goes, or Amy's like, "I can be crazy and twisted. Let's yeah, get tattoos and tonight." God help anyone band. who disrespected his queen. <laughs> Save boys, uh, you respect w- girls. Only if you left. Yeah, so he he's she's like, if you're not done with crazy, I can be crazy for you too, so you don't have to go to Adrian for it. And he's uh, he's like, 
what kind of crazy and she goes she makes splice let's her get face. matching tattoos of wedding bands that'll show adrian and then ricky yeah he says he's like you need more practice you're like barely even twisted and then she says let's fuck yeah <laughs> well that she just goes let's she uh he says you need practice at being crazy let's go and the sweet music plays Aww. they hold hands and they slowly walk Aww. down the hallway it looked because they're walking to the front door which makes it look like they're about to go back to the apartment yeah but instead they turn and walk into a bedroom so i guess they're gonna go fuck they're gonna go fuck while george is home and nora and, and john well nora's in the other house <laughs> oh yeah george she is in, in the, the backyard eating a piece of meat with moose he's like tug of <laughs> out war of her, yeah just out of her bare hands so that's the end of the episode that's brenda's vision thanks brenda for this wonderful vision now we got the questions of the week it's only Who? the one. Oh yeah no. yes who is your favorite character? Hmm. The answer may surprise you for me. <laughs> My favorite character? I'm? Uh. Good luck. <laughs> uh, who looked at people's phones the least? <laughs> I guess Amy. My I guess it's Amy. My favorite character is the true holder of the looked at people's phones the oh, least Daniel. title. Daniel. No. Because who? Daniel looked at it at Grace's phone. Was it Grace? No. Ashley. Because Grace was racist. She was no, racist. Nora. <laughs> right, Grace is racist in this one. Nora? No. no, you got it. It's Ashley. <laughs> Ashley didn't look at anybody's phone, and she, didn't she make made a the joke correct about ethical depression. decision of we should not be participating in depression drug testing. That's true. You really, sometimes you gotta hand it to Ashley. Yeah, Ashley was my favorite character this episode. And I it wasn't, it wasn't Toby, that. because Toby did funny, we're all better. So, not Toby. Not Toby. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Amy because I'm very milk toast about this whole thing, and I I, I <laughs> had already fine. said Amy. That's fine. And then least uh, favorite, obviously Ricky. Yeah, it was tied with Adrian between Adrian, Adrian and Ricky, but it had sucks. it's gotta be Ricky. It's Ricky, and then Adrian's like a close second. Yeah, like Rick, like Ricky made Amy apologize for things that were his fault. And then he showed her Adrian's nude. Did Ben after look at anyone's phone? They, he apologized for lying about Adrian's communication with him, and then immediately did it again. Okay, but who else didn't look at anyone's phone? Sam, Ben, and Ben also didn't make any decision in this about episode. Lying about, yeah, he. Oh had God, fun. I forgot. Ben was friends. He, with made, he made love. Remember, he, he's friends with benefits. That's not bad. Hey, I have a question. Uh huh. And if you have a question, you personally, Sam, you can send it to jergonit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Hmm, don't know why I do Here's that. One. Okay. Here's one from this, this user that, uh, Tumblr user, Cloud Recesses Pod, who I'm, who is our friend of the show, Roy. You Thanks, can Roy. listen to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses on Noise Space Now. It's a podcast about Modazushi. It's a Chinese show about men who ride skateboard or swords like skateboards. <laughs> um, this says, it's Roy, I don't remember my main's password. Thank you for not titling the last episode Imbibing on Arnold Juice, because Arnold is my last name, but also fuck you for saying Imbibing on Arnold Juice. Speaking as an Arnold, don't like that. Every, More like every Ar- um every episode as I edit the podcast, I put potential episode titles in my notes uh-huh. and uh sipping on Arnold Juice was one of them. <laughs> Roy goes on to say, Don't like that. More like Arnold Herding Juice. Thanks for the podcast. Also, if the slope characters had cool swords they could fly around on, what would they name them? Ooh. This is interesting. <laughs> Widow's Whale! Widow's Whale! That would be what? That would be... Kathleen's be sword would be called Widower's Lail. Wait, Oh, yeah, that's right. Leo is... Wait. 
No, Kathleen Sword would be Widow's Whale. Because she's Oh, a you're right. Oh, you're right. No, no, Widow's Whale would be Grace's Sword. <laughs> Her dad died. I mean, I guess, I guess Widow's Whale is Jack's dick. <laughs> Jack's Sword is just called, like, dick. <laughs> Jack's Sword is called Abstinence. His sword is called the Sword of Abstinence. He wields it like a sword. Amy's sword is just called Sword, because that was the best name she could come up with. Um, I think that Madison's sword would be called Loose Lips. I think that Grace's sword... These are like these are starting to sound more like keyblades that you unlock at the end of the level. I mean, that's what swords are named like. I don't think so, but okay. But um, I think Grace's sword would actually be called Just Say Blade, because sword is an ugly word that you wouldn't want to say. <laughs> just say Slash. Just well, say that's slash. inappropriate. Just say, that's true. Just say Combat. What is... What is... Ooh, I got, I got one, I got one. Kathleen's sword, or no, Leo's sword is the sword of the morning, like M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Oh, that's funny, because his, his wife died. Wife. His wife died, and that's very funny. I don't funny. know why I'm acting like that's an inappropriate joke to make after I said that he would have Widow's Whale. And then Bunny's sword would be called Cleaver, <laughs> which is a pretty cool sword name, if you ask me. Yeah. Those are and, some good um, sword What would Ben's, Ben's sword would be, be ice. called? Because he's always in the freezer on his phone at work. <laughs> hey Just kidding, he's in the lobby on his phone at work. Anyway. Um, I think we got it. That's pretty good. Uh, twitter.com slash jurgonet, jurgonet.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash posi stresses me, twitter.com slash bradipus rexes jordan. We have a discord where you can chat with us about words and things. Come in and tell us how many phones you've looked at today. <laughs> we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgonet, which is currently still disabled, but you can still subscribe to it. We're gonna, we're gonna get it up and running again, and then the money will flow. And uh, until then, we will be providing our benefits. You got the bonus content. $1 gets you access to our fanfiction readings, Secret Dyer of Ashley Jurgens readings, our Circle Jurg series, which we will be recording the 10th. The project got shook up, but we are going to do our 10th episode, which uh, is going to be us uh, watching the Just Say Me episode and then acting it out, doing it for you as a a content. Um, uh, it also gets you a mildly special role in our Discord that marks you as a fellow teen. $5 gets you a pretty, a pretty special cool teen role on our Discord, a shout-out in the podcast, and you can send us a message to read in Ben Voice, ASMR optional. Don't uh, forget, $10. If, you're, if you're a $5, you can do that now. Yes, we will be. It doesn't say that on the Patreon yet, but when we get it back up, uh, it will have that If you had something made. you wanted us to say, send it in, and we'll say it. Racial slurs not included. Not at all. $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role, marking you as one of Marshall's Chosen, which allows you to listen to our recordings live, and gets you a shout-out in the podcast also. So shout-out to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Valerie W., Destryhawk, H. Cape, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR The Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corps. Thanks a bunch for the money thanks for the money um you can find all our episodes at secretlifepod.com we are hosted on noisespace.xyz where you can find such wonderful podcasts as podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses my pod cabbages city girls make do Ooh, there's a new episode of the stick about sinor card gauge listen to that one the wonder yerks um fear baby island shuffle Uh, those are all of them yes that's we've got all of them except for the ones that we didn't say um and hey if you if you like us tell a friend review us on itunes uh review a friend. For tell us on itunes tell us on itunes um, check your phone email email us at facebook.com url 
Take and... your friend's phone and put our podcast on it when they're not looking. <laughs> right. Everyone does it. It's normal. In fact, I don't know why we're telling you, because you do it. You've already done it, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, yeah. We like to do it, and you like to listen to it. So thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And as we always say at the end of every episode of this podcast, Jurgen It. Thanks, Brenda. Get it on. When you... When you got it, let flaunt it. it. Thanks, Shad, a.k.a. Bao. What? Thank you, Bao, B-A-O, for your delicious fillings and your what? your dipping oh. sauces. Huh? Yeah. Uh, bow, 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 bow. Bow, 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 bow. My favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager is.